that give the world to see Where the music's softly playing And the rhythm's gently swaying Underneath the stars in a million bars Guitars are softly saying Mexico Marvellous, uh, the great sound of Long John Baldry. We're going to be talking about uh, another music legend in a moment uh, as we link up in Mexico with John Bonifilio. Uh, John, a very good evening to you. Very good evening to you too, Martin. And before we talk about uh, the Dominican uh, merengue legend, um, just tell me about the bats, because when we were uh, talking to you last week, um, you had a bat actually flew in while we were talking to you, uh, and you've had a bit of a nightmare with bats, I'm told. Yeah, you know how the Discovery Channel has uh, Shark Week and stuff? We very much had Bat Week uh, here, because there was this whole bat, you know, live on your show episode taking Mm. place, and then... um, we look after a lot of animals as part of the rescue animals as part of the stuff we do here. And then in the week, I just kept finding like trails of blood down some of the horses that in the mornings oh, that we dear. that we look after and wondering, you know, what had taken place in the night. And I kind of suspected that it might have been vampire bats, but I've, I've not experienced, you know, not that many people have experienced, I suppose, mm. vampire bats even here. But I, I began to look into it and got a vet involved and stuff. And yeah, they were a very clear once you started, you know, clearing away, very clear to bite puncture wounds and obviously one of the things that the vampire bite bats do is um they they inject you know anticoagulant so it actually looks literally like a bloody mess uh you know that you discover okay. the the next morning so we, we yeah we've had to outwit vampire bats over the course of the last week or two at this end of things Good an unusual a, a surprise for the week yeah, uh, not a very pleasant surprise. And I assume that the vets can treat these, you know, so the horses don't die, for instance. Um, they can treat these wounds. Yeah, the, the, I mean, as long as the, the vampire bat isn't carrying rabies, because um, bats actually often do endemically carry rabies in a variety of different species. They don't exhibit um, symptoms or anything like that or suffer from them. They just are vectors for the for the disease. So if you've got an, um, an unvaccinated animal that gets bitten by a vampire bat, which carries rabies, then you, you know, your, mm. your problems multiply suddenly. But, uh, no, as soon as we re- realized what it was, we got the, um, the animals vaccinated and then, uh, made alternative arrangements for, you know, where they, where they were at night, uh, and then everything was fine. Interestingly, it seems to have been linked to color of hair, of, um, animal hair. They weren't going for any of the dark, darker animals but um, they seem to have been alerted in the night to to much lighter head creatures and those were the ones that which also look worse when you've got the bloody mess on the skin i bet they do my goodness red on white uh, yeah and before we get into uh, into our music legend that we're going to talk about uh, you can also tell us something about uh, avocados apparently <laughs> these are all surprising topics uh, mm. <laughs> for the evening yeah look, I, um, well, part of the uh, thing with avocados is it's a really weird or strange maybe peculiar uh, vegetable if you like it doesn't really feel much like a vegetable but I would not store them in the, in the fridge would be my first avocado uh, tip would be to uh, you know obviously to, to sort of press it gently when you've got it in the supermarket or the market or whatever and then if it gives a little bit to buy those ones and then eat them within the next two or three days but as soon as you um, store them in the fridge then the the natural process yeah. uh, gives up and then that's when you've got the switch between completely unripe and then overripe in that moment so you want to keep it in kind of 
uh, at room temperature conditions. So it undergoes a, a gradual decomposition process, and then it's uh, you know it's pretty pretty darn tasty. Yeah, well, I, I agree with you. I, I mean, I always think of an avocado as a fruit. So I think it is a fruit, uh, and uh, store it in the fruit bowl if we're having avocado yeah. rather than the fridge. Although, having said that, I think if you buy them in a supermarket and they're all wrapped up in plastic, it's, it says, keep me in the fridge, it usually says. But they're wrong, and you're right, I think. Um, maybe more fruit and vegetable facts uh, to come with um, with John Bonfilio. But yes, we'll no, move next, on to... Next week's citruses. <laughs> yes, excellent. Uh, we'll move on to uh, Johnny Ventura, uh, Dominican merengue legend who's died at the age of uh, 81. Uh, and uh, as, as you informed us, uh, an absolute legend, uh, a career going back six decades. Yeah, and also one of those... Uh, fascinating figures because very little crossover um, culturally outside of Latin America. I mean, for sure, you know, in Latin communities in, in the USA and, and elsewhere internationally, but, but, you know, very little known as a figure outside of that, but very much seen as uh, the father of Dominican merengue. Merengue uh, based in, it emerged from the Dominican uh, Republic, um, known slightly peculiarly as the Caballo Mayor, the, the big horse, and, and a hugely loved figure right across Latin America to the extent that in the Dominican Republic, the president there has declared three whole days of mourning and wow. uh, said that he's going to be dec yeah, decorated with with military honours. When was the last time something like that happened in in the UK? But statistically, like in terms of you know his career, six decades, over 100 albums, six Latin Grammys, and then became a major political figure uh, in the Dominican Republic as well. So he was he was basically recording two to three albums a year for 60 years which is you know i mean that takes some doing it certainly does i mean the only um, comparison i think of in the uk is cliff richard uh, when he goes we might have three days of mourning who knows um but to give you an example of what the fuss was all about uh, let's hear a little bit now of uh, patacon pise i'm not sure how the pronunciation is but it's it's written patacon pise and uh, here he is the great man johnny ventura Señor en ambiente, ¿qué le parece si entramos en ambiente? Hacemos la clave. It's a bit of a toe tapper, uh, the great man uh, Johnny Ventura with uh, what I'm calling Patacon Paseo, uh, but John Bonfilio probably um, can pronounce it slightly better than me. No, I think I think it's good. I think since Chorizo, your pronunciation has been spot on, Martin. <laughs> Thank you very much indeed. Uh, another Latin uh, music legend, uh, Shakira, has uh, been in the news this week. Um, the, uh, basically, she's been living in Spain. The question is, how long has she been living in Spain? And is that her major residence? And uh, does she really own uh, oh, uh, 14.5 million euros of uh, unpaid tax? That, that that is the question. Her hips may not lie, but apparently her tax advisor <laughs> does. Um, yeah. 
A judge, <laughs> a judge in Spain, after a three-year investigation, has decided there is enough evidence for Shakira to stand trial for, for tax evasion. As you say, it's all about whether she spent 183 days uh, in residence in Spain, so more, you know, one day more than than half the year, which would designate that as being her, her primary home. She says she didn't during the years of 2012, 2013, and, and 2014, and uh, figure you know, literally she didn't because she was out touring and stuff. But the Spanish state and this judge has said that those are actually sporadic absences and that she continually returned back to Spain where she lives most of the time in Barcelona with her partner, the, the Barcelona footballer, uh, Jared Pique. So um, it's, it's about that interpretation of, of the law. Um, I think contextually this is, I mean, we've, we've heard of but maybe forgotten about the fact that actually the Spanish state does this quite a lot with high-profile figures, Ronaldo, uh, has gone through the same thing, Messi as well. And what ends up happening is that the Spanish state is essentially putting a lot of pressure on a particular high profile individual in terms of reputation and so on. And that ends up being some kind of, some kind of plea deal and then, uh, you know, fines and, and, and payment. But it's very unlikely. I think that Shakira should, should go to, uh, will, will go to prison over this, although that's what's being threatened at the moment. But at the moment, her lawyers and the Spanish state, uh, are diametrically opposed in terms of their interpretation of, uh, Spanish tax law who would want to be involved in that absolutely and presumably shakira is uh, is something of a hero to the people of uh, colombia yeah um, massively so and actually comparing her to, to Jen, uh, johnny ventura is is interesting because she definitely is a crossover artist i mean as you know we know her from a number of different you know world cups and, and crossover hits that uh, even english language songs you know variations on uh, spanish language hits and so on but she is one of the major international uh, Colombian figures. I mean, to some, to some extent, she's not even really, she's one of those figures that almost is, has lost nationality. You know, when somebody becomes so mm. big, you actually forget entirely where, where they're from. And that's, that's almost the case with, with Shakira, really. Yeah. And let's finish with, uh, Aguero, uh, who, uh, as we know, has left, uh, Manchester City now. And, um, he's having some sort of, uh, treatment in, um, is this in Argentina where he's being treated to try and prolong his career? Yeah, no, this is, this is in, in, uh, in Europe at the Institute for Regenerative Tissue, which is the only, um, laboratory or, or hospital that undertakes this, this treatment. And yeah, j- just prior to his, uh, move from, or during the move between Manchester City and Barcelona, where he, he went and had his first training day today alongside Leo Messi, hot on the, um, hot on the, the, the win that they, that they had with Argentina in the, in the Copa America. Uh, he had some, he's had some stem cell treatment in which they apparently, um, doctors extract bone marrow and then re-inject it into a particular part of the body in order to, to maximize, uh, stem cell capabilities and in, in those areas and, and therefore, uh, repair tissue and cartilage, which is um, primarily focused on Sergio Aguero's uh, knees at the moment, the long-standing injury, which meant he couldn't actually play for Manchester City that much in this uh, in this last season. And a number of other high-profile sportsmen, including uh, Rafael Nadal and a few others, have undertaken that treatment over the course of the last year or two. Um, so, with a precise intention being to prolong his. Uh, his career because he's now what 33 years old something like that mm. um, so yeah we'll, we'll see but for sure I mean it, it, you know, in terms of Manchester City we all know about his 10 years and his five titles and and the prolific goal scoring record um, that that he had there but now a whole new chapter in his in his sporting career in his in his move to Barcelona and as I say in his 
much awaited and much vaunted partnership with with Leo Messi. Yeah, absolutely. And, and presumably every step that uh, Aguero uh, takes, everything that he does, every aspect of his life uh, is still covered quite sort of hungrily in the Argentinian press. Yeah, ma- massively so. But actually, there's some overlap with, with Messi there as well, because they're actually pretty private figures as well. So there's a lot of noise that's um, uh, that's focused on them. But I think almost a lot of big Argentine heroes and sports figures have actually learned a lot from Maradona and have actually reacted against, you know, they know not what not to do, if you like, mm. in terms of the media and courting the, the public spotlight. So so both have, you know, fairly private uh, lives. And for sure, you know, a lot is written about them, but you could certainly never argue that 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 either of them caught uh, caught the media spotlight at all and actually the same is true of johnny ventura i mean somebody who who had that that much of a life in the spotlight actually courted very little controversy you know no no whispers of affairs he, he was married to the same woman for for 30 years and so on so really no controversy in in, in his life at all and or in Aguero's uh, or Messi's, really. Obviously, now I've said this, breaking news tomorrow will be <laughs> some, something completely different. But there we go. As, as, as far as we know at the moment, quiet lives, quiet private lives. Excellent. Uh, John, uh, as always, uh, thanks ever so much. And we'll play out with a bit of, uh, if, if you're still hungry for more, Merengue will play out with uh, a bit of uh, Johnny Ventura. Uh, this track's called Mosaico 19 